This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you would like to support the work God is doing through us, you can find the details on our website or go to patreon.com forward slash Mark Now here's your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. This is your host, Mark Stitchin. And today is going to be a little bit interesting. Um, if you listened to the podcast last week, my good friend Josh had shared his story, and I'm going to let him interview me today. So take it away, Josh. Awesome. Thank you, Mark. Thank you again for the opportunity. It's great to be on your show. Uh, very excited about today to obviously hear your story. Uh, like I said last week, uh, you've obviously been a tremendous impact on my life, and thank you for your friendship. So uh, I guess I'll yeah, kick well, it off. Well, we were, we were, you know, we were talking then, and if you didn't hear it, we've been friends for 20 years. And uh, just let me, let me yeah, go on you and your friendship <laughs> for, for a second, uh, you know, since, you know, I, I sit here and people kind of talk, talk about me all the time. Josh is one of those friends that I can go to with anything, uh, from thick and thin to the worst hour of my life. Uh, uh, Josh was like, uh, just fly to Florida and come hang out with me. And my buddy will come over from Tampa and, and, and you know, to, to when my world was crumbling. Uh, you have been the person that, that I knew that if I needed anything um, in the sense of prayer or a good word, um, you know, and in and, and, and scenarios like that, like the spirit of God is, has, has been upon you. And there's some people that you meet and you just are kind of drawn to like you know atoms or neutrons or I don't know all that chemistry stuff uh but you're just kind of drawn to and and that's how I've always felt about you I, I felt that the 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 spiritual connection um that we had um from the beginning from from that get-go was great and and I I couldn't couldn't be more thankful to God to give me somebody like you and and you know I hope that we can continue to be friends and you know uh, you know, although you live down here in this beautiful <laughs> state and this beautiful golf course that we went and played at, and I live in Maryland, um, so I. But I thank you for for everything you you have ever done. Wow, it's it's absolutely my pleasure, and thank you so much for the kind words. I, I like you said, it just you know we're just that's what good friendship is, and you don't even think about doing it. Just to me, it just makes sense. Yeah, but you, I, I you very go much weeks without talking, and you know, oh, just you know, months right, or whatever, picks and right back picks up. right back up. Yeah. And, you laugh and you have fun and, and everything else. And, no, and, no doubt. And I pray for you and pray for your family. And, and, and just am, it's one of those ones where, you know, I'm just going to say thank you. Well, that, well, that's well, all I can say. There's not much, more, much else I can do. Well, I don't know what to say either, but, but wow, thank you very much for those kind words. Um, all right, let's get back into it. <laughs> uh, one thing, uh, again, Mark, one thing I love about your ministry and your heart is obviously, you know, your connection with people and, and you know hearing their stories and I, and I i think it's such an honor that you've asked me to ask you your story and, and i'm so excited to hear it again and i'm sure there's going to be tidbits that i haven't heard before so thank you for opening your heart and and uh your desire to uh, most importantly just just share um i guess the first question like we've all you always ask in all your shows is what has god done amazing in your life so doing this podcast now for uh, i mean well, we started back in November, I think we recorded our first show, not knowing where this was going or whatever. I've had some time to think about what 
what would I actually share? Because I feel like God has done some things in my life. Um, you know, I, I broke my neck, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, was paralyzed for eight hours and, and miraculously was just healed one day. And, you know, mm-hmm. to the point to where I was like, you know, they were x-raying to see if they wanted to do a, a you know, a experimental surgery on, on wow. thing when I was when I was 15. And I was like, ah, I think my toe's moving. And the x-ray tech was like, nah, you, that's just mind imagining, you know, your body remembering your toe moving. And she looked down and screamed and ran out of the room. I'm like, you know, and I'm, I'm in a brace, you know, and I'm like, is my toe really moving? Why are you running out of here? <laughs> oh they're gosh. like, is there a gag greed on my toe? Are you going to have to cut it off now? You know, but there's been so many things in my life that God, God has just done. And, and so I had some time to think about this. And, and the reason that I kind of asked for you to kind of host me in, in, in sharing this is, is you play a part in, in this story. And I don't know if you even remember this. So if you don't just go along for the ride and, um, and, uh, you know, and then you at the end, just lie and say that, Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. So sounds good. Um, I was, I was, I believe I was 22, 23 at the time. And I was working, I was working at the port at the moment and, and I was doing some some ministry through prayer uh, at College Life in Towson University, which is where we kind of officially met. And what happened was I started to lose vision. I started to lose, like, you know, it wasn't all the time. It was just like these white spots in the peripheral. I'm, I'm doing the hand motion right now, and you can't see it. But the white spots were on the, you know, the sides of my eyes, you know, and it was just kind of over there, and I didn't know what it was, and I didn't know what was going on. And you know, and then it started to spread to where it was in front of my eyes. Now I'm, I'm driving for a living, and I'm like, I'm like, now there's just white spots everywhere. Is oh, it wow. the sun? Is it what? Is, what's going on? And I literally didn't know. And you know, it was, it was. I, I remember this. And this is so weird, and it's just one of those things that happens. You know, my mom. Although you know, my mom, great, love my mom. My mom did make it a point to go to all to all of my doctor's appointments. Like, that was the one thing that she was like, I'm going to go to all your doctor's appointments. You know, there was a lot of things that my mom, you know, didn't go to or wasn't around for. That was the one thing she did. So I thought that I needed to go see an eye doctor, you know, and and so I had to, but the insurance that I had at the time, you have to go get a referral from your primary care doctor. And, and I remember talking to her on the phone because at that point we had a pretty good relationship and, uh, you know, had developed into a good relationship and, she was like, no, just go get your referral and, and we'll go to the eye doctor together. And I remember sitting there and going in there and, and I kind of explained to him what's going on. And then he starts to check my reflect, you know, my reactions to things. And he's tracing my, oops, tracing my eyes and he's looking at all these things. And he's like, I hate to tell you, um, but there's something wrong with your brain. What? And I'm like, uh, he's like, I actually think you have a brain tumor. Oh my. And yeah, you just, and I still sit here and go, uh, what? You know what, again, it's the first time. I don't know what to say. I'm 22, 23 years old. And he's like, um, you know, and he's just kind of looking at it. He's like expecting me to say something, you know, and I don't know what the reaction is when you're told you have a brain tumor. You I know, do you cry? What do you do? You know, but I'm just like, uh, I, I need to call. So, can I call my mother? <laughs> he's like, you're overage. You don't have to talk to her. I'm like, dude, I want to talk to my mother. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what do you want? What do you want from me? He's like, I, I think we need to send you for an MRI, like you know, or whatever. I don't know, CAT scan, whatever it was called. I, I don't do medical. And you know, they go in there and, and and they look at it, and yeah, I have a small 
tumor on the my frontal lobe mm. and like i don't know why what what i don't know whatever was happening and again like i'm coming from a point to where okay god this is this is just going to happen it's just just kind of the way it is you know i i, I was talking yesterday and, and you know somebody asked me like what what where does god challenge you i was like i just have medical issues medical things go wrong all the time i was like i, I have the worst stomach of anybody you'd ever meet um and you know i just it's just something that i've come to expect with god like you know it's not that you know i know god's got my back and will take care of me but sure. like this is something that i just bear um and this is one of those stories where it just kind of was that that thing it was just yeah, I, I have a brain tumor. Wow. And, and so, you know, they going back and forth with the medical things, and I don't share with many people about what I'm doing. I don't, I don't even think I tell most of my family, you know, because um, I don't share stuff. I just, I'm just that kind of guy. And I was at, at this place at, at Towson, and I was on the prayer team and everything else, and, and they brought me, I told the person who was leading it, and he was like, we want to pray for you and brought me in, sat me down, you know, and all laid hands on me and prayed for me. And I do remember this, by the way, the next, the next day I was going to have, I was going to have my head shaved. They were going to scan me again. I was going to figure out how they were going to get into my head. And I was getting, getting into, um, you know, for the, had the surgery for them to remove this thing. And I go do, do the scan again, and the doctor comes out and goes, uh, you're the guy with the brain tumor, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's me. You know, like, yeah, you know, and he puts in, you know, those light box things. I don't know what they're called, but he's, here it is, and he kind of circles it with his hand, and then he puts in the other one. He's, Here's your new one. Mm. It's not there. It's amazing. Mm. I'm like, wow. what do you mean it's not there? He's like, it's gone. He's like, you know, this isn't something that happens. He was like, I don't know if the other one was an anomaly or whatever. And literally, it was just, you know, one day it was there, one day it was gone. Wow. And I credit that to God. I credit that to prayer. I, I, I am so amazed that something like that would happen, that God would choose not only to heal me, heal me of a broken neck, you know, when I was 15, but to take away something. And, and the coolest part of this is because I can't prove I had, you know, I don't have the scans or whatever. I don't I wish I would have kept them, you know. Um, but I don't have the, I don't have the symptoms anymore. Wow. Never once had these white dots or, you know, I get, I, I went for years afterwards. So I went for years afterwards checking and they would check my, you know, they would check a bunch of different things out. I would have more scans and, and I've never showed another symptom again. Like, Everything that, that I was showing that was wrong, and I don't even remember everything, but I've never shown a symptom again from that day on. Um, and here, here's where you play a part in this. I don't know if you remember me telling the story. That was your first day at college life. So I, I had been thinking about doing this podcast for probably five or six years. And I shared with you, and this is just kind of the way that God works, I shared with you probably five years ago now. Hey, I want to do a podcast where I get stories. Yeah, I remember. And you were like, you remember that college life that we went to? I can't do your <laughs> voice, sorry. Um, <laughs> and I was like, you, 
you know, there, there was a guy there that got healed of a brain tumor. And I was like, Josh, that was me. And you're like, no, 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 no. He had like a brain tumor. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't friends by any means yeah. at that point. I remember but, that. Yeah. And I had to tell you, that was me, Josh. Um, so, you know, you were, you were a part of that story as well, too, that, um, you know, it was your first cool. night there. And, and, and that's pretty cool. I believe that I was healed sitting in that chair that day, you know, and that's my belief. You know, I, I don't have any physical backup or proof to what happened. It just, I believe this happened. And, and I think it's one of the most amazing things that's ever happened to me. You know, and I, I've, I've seen some things, you know, I, I being in ministry, you, you see things happen to other people and, and things you're like, what's going on? You know, and I look back at this and I'm still going, I, I don't know what happened. I, all I know is God. Like, that, that's it. Just God. And, um, you know, it's, I don't know anybody else from there. You know, I, I, I maybe want friends with one person on Facebook from there, uh, except for you. But I believe that that ministry, that the leader of that, whose name was Tim, you know, did something, and the prayers of those people really, really changed the course of my life, you know, by opening up and, and, and pushing through to God. And that's one of the reasons that I'm a huge prayer. I believe that prayer works. I believe through prayer we, we open up doors that weren't open to us and, and move God in a way um, where he's not a genie in a bottle, but he, he moves us in a way that, Amen. that, you know, when we, we, the faithful seek him. No, for sure. I love the story, Mark. And thank you so much for sharing. Uh, you know, when I was a young child around 12, maybe 13, <clears throat> I remember I had a, I had an operation to get a cyst removed out of my jaw and to prevent, you know, having a huge scar on your face at a young age, they went through my mouth. But when they did that, you know, nothing, whatever. But with surgery and all and open mouth and all that stuff, you have a lot of complications, swallowing of stuff, everything else. So, I mean, that was traumatic for me. So they removed the cysts. I mean, you know, I was sick for days. I, you know, I, they had over-anesthesia, you know, and they over-anesthetized, I think the term is, me. I mean, it was just an absolute mess. It, like, traumatized me. I never would do surgery again. <laughs> and ironically, I'm in probably, I sell medical devices, so I'm in surgery daily. So I see <laughs> surgery. I just don't ever want to be on the table. And so I remember, you know, going through this horrible event and then like within a year, the cyst comes back and it was very painful. And I was like, I mean, traumatized. And I remember clearly with a friend of mine, his name was, I don't know what the best friend, but I think his name was Michael. And uh, so we were sitting in church and at this age, they, they, they kept us in the, the main service. And I remember at the end, the pastor asked, hey, do you even need prayer? Please come up front. And I love prayer up front in church. I think it's powerful. And mm -hmm. just like what you said, prayer is prayer moves. I mean, you know, moves mountains, you know, you know make the wall of Jericho fall. I mean, it's, it, it's powerful. And I remember going up front, and I remember, you know, he was an associate pastor. He asked me, what can I pray for? I said, well, I have a cyst in my jaw, and it's very painful, and, and I, I like it. God to heal it and he I remember him asking me this question as clear as day he goes do you believe God can heal you and as a 12 13 year old kid I go yes I believe he goes okay let's pray and the next day the mornings were the worst because the way with position it would it would be very painful in the morning mm -hmm. I remember the next day my parents asking hey is the any pain no day after that any pain no Go to the doctors, same, you know, nothing to your extreme being a brain tumor, but something that he asked, oh, it was there once, now it's not there anymore. Now it's not there. And that, like you said, went back to taking the time and having the, the faith to say, yes, God, you can heal me. And, uh, 
And yes, prayer is powerful. And thank okay. you so much for your story. I, you know, I do remember bits of it, and it's so cool that yeah, I do remember that I thought, hey, you got to you got to interview that guy. And ironically, <laughs> that guy is you. Yeah. So that's that's cool how God works. Yeah, you don't you don't know why God does things for some people and does things for other, and you know, in prayer like that, you know, and, and maybe it's so that we could share this, these stories sure. or, or we had something else to do and, and God had things. So um, let me just give a challenge out there. Like if you're going through something, pray. Uh, whether God answers it or not, you're, you're opening up doors that are, you know, closed for you. Pray about it, seek it, you know, find, find a place to get on your knees and just seek God. I, I can't, can't stress that enough of how powerful and how important prayer is. Amen. Well, I know you usually end, well, not usually, you always end your show with two questions. Uh, I guess first question would be, what favorite Bible verse, story, or character touches you the most? So if anybody knows me, I'm, I'm a Hebrew scriptures, Old Testament guy. Like I, 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 I love the, I love the ins and the outs and the story. And I'm a story guy. Um, and my favorite character in the whole Bible, by far and away, is Elijah. Uh, that guy had some, uh, we'll say stones on him. Um, he, but he also had the highest of highs, and he had the lowest of lows. Like, he, he is, he's the pillar of my faith. Like, I want to be like him. I want to, you know, the story of Mount Carmel, like, I mean, people don't realize what, what, what he went through there. Like, here's the prophets of Baal, like, that are killing all the prophets, and it's basically him left. And he's like, let's, let's just prove who's God's truly God. And, you know, and the prophets of Baal are like, sure. And, and 300 of them come out, and they're cutting themselves, and they're yelling, and they're praising. And he's over there making fun of them. Like, maybe your God's on the toilet, <laughs> you know. Great story, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, maybe you need to yell louder. Maybe he's half deaf. Um, you know, he's making fun of them. And then he's like, you know, you, you can see him at one point. Go, okay, enough's enough. Like, chill. Go grab that water. And if you know anything about fire, water puts out fire. He's like, and, and wet wood doesn't burn. He's like, dump that water on and they're like, huh? And they dump, just go ahead and do it. You know, and so they dump water on, and they dump more water on, and they dump more water on. And then he's like, look, hear God, hear my prayer. And, you know, it comes down, it burns up, and it, you know, it just burns everything that was there. You know, at one point he decides to pray, hey, God, let's, let's prove a point here to these people, these wicked and evil people, what they're doing, that you are truly the God. It's not going to rain. It doesn't rain for three and a half years. Like he says one simple prayer and it doesn't <laughs> rain. And then he's like, okay, enough's enough. Like, let's let it rain. And it flood rains. Like, but in the midst of that, he, you know, right after the, 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 the prophets of Baal thing, he then beats horses running to the queen and realizes the queen's still going to kill him. So he goes and hides. And wow. he's sad, and he, he's, he's by the river, and he's like, and he starts pouting about himself. Like, God, why would you do this to me? Like, I'm serving you. What, what's going on? Why would you still try to kill me? Um, you know, not only that, then he takes on somebody else, Elisha, you know, and, and basically passes his blessing. It's just this, just, he's just an amazing guy to me. But there's a, there's a verse in James, and, and it's funny, funny, my girlfriend and I were, were reading out of James, and this, this came up, but this was one of those verses that I've always thought about sharing on here. At the end of James, James is talking about, you know, prayer and, and things like that. And he, he mentions Elijah in James 5, and he says, Elijah was just a normal guy. Kind of like, he was, you know, he was just like us. There's nothing special about him. And I think that's, that's one of the cool things, like, you know, about Bible characters, and especially about Elijah. He had the highest of highs. He was, he was on top of the world. And then 
within a day, he's complaining about himself. And, and you know, it's, it's that same inner turmoil that all of us have. I, character study on Elijah is something that I think everybody should do because we all have that. It's very easy to serve God in, you know, in the mountaintops. You know, but it, where are we when we're questioning? You know, and, and questioning God's not a problem. I mean, we even see Jesus question God at one point. Sure. But how are we reacting when we're, we're questioning God and everything else? And Elijah is this one guy that just stands firm the whole time. But you could see he has some problems sometimes. He, he struggles sometimes. And, and I'm just very, very fascinated with that. And I like that bravado. You know, I, I, I truly believe that sometimes as Christians, we hide from the devil. Uh, and I, I put that in air quotes. Mm. We, we, you know, our God's bigger. Amen. You know, our God, our God, our God's bigger. He just, he, he is, you know, but we like, we tend to run and hide from the devil. And I'm like, you know what? I'd rather, I'd rather stand firm with God, maybe slip up here and there, Amen. you know, and fight the devil sure. than hide, hide behind, you know, um, a wall and not even get involved in it. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, Mark. And, uh, love your passion, love your, uh, storytelling and, uh, yeah, wow. What a, what, what a, what a great story. And obviously most importantly, you know, found in the Bible. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, I got you an, a Hebrew scriptures and a, and a New Testament uh, verse. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah. Through both of them in there, figured we need to get, get a little bit for everybody. <laughs> You're appealing to the masses. I like it. Uh, second one uh, you, you always ask is, any song, Christian or non, that has touched you that also our listeners obviously can download and, uh, and hear themselves? All right. So, again, this is hard to narrow down the one. Um, but I got it down to two, so I'm, I'm going to give you two because I'm cheating because it's my podcast. <laughs> um, uh, there's a song, and, and you can go back, and it, it's, if you grew up in the church like you and I did, sure. Josh, the, the worship music prior to Delirious coming out really was hokey. Well, well, let's, you know, it went from hymnals to the, the, the Jesus culture of the 70s and then through the 80s and early 90s because Christian culture doesn't catch up. The, the, the music changed, um, but there was one great song that came out in, in, in the 80s, maybe early 90s. I don't know actually when it came out. I know Petra did it, but don't download the Petra version. Um, Cutlass did a worship album called Strong Tower. I believe it's Cutlass, but there's a song in there called, um, um, oh, wow, I, I'm blanking on the name of it right now, uh, but it says, uh, it says, take me into the holy of holies, uh, and, um, take me in uh, by the blood of the lamb. Mm. I want to pass the brazen altar. Lord, I want to know who you am. And there's, there's a passage in, in Isaiah that that comes out of where, where he goes up into the heavens and God's like, whom shall I send? Who shall I go? And he's like, Lord, send me. Here I am, send me. Amen. It's called Take Me In uh, is the name of the song. But it's on that album. You can go listen to it um, by Cutlass. But the whole song is about, here I am, Lord, send me. And then God takes, takes the, the fire from the brazen altar and touches his lips. And it says, you know, uh, you know you're clean. You know, your coal touches your lips and you're clean. And, and this, this song comes out of that because it's this, it's this, here I am, send me. I always want to go out and do that. So uh, that song, go listen to it. It's a great song. I, I wish it would be redone again and made up again, but um, that's probably the best. But then of any other new song, and I, this still is probably 10 years old now, I think it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. It's called Only You um, by David Crowder Band. So the David Crowder Band, and it, I don't know how else to express it. I don't know how else to say it, but to go listen to it. It's, it's one of a song where it's just him and basically an acoustic guitar for the most of it. Um, and he basically is singing about, you know, only you, God. 
And I, I, David Crowder, man, anything that he's done, um, you know, back in the band and, and even in Crowder, um, which you'll see if you looked at the Facebook video, I'll have a Crowder shirt on uh, in any of the pictures with Josh and I um, for these podcasts. But it is a beautiful song. He had a way of putting into words just unbelievable prayers to God. And, and when, when he was doing more worship stuff, it, some of his worship stuff that came out very powerful. Uh, not, to get, not to get too long-winded, but if you remember correctly, you and I went to a Passion. I do remember that. Uh, in, 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 what's it called? And it was the first time he played. He had just written yes. um, uh, the song about, you know, the tidal wave. Your wave is coming. Yes. I'm bad with names. Um, and it was about the, 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 um, the, the tsunami, tsunami in, yeah. Um, yeah, over in Japan or wherever it was. And we, we had gone down there and he played it. I just remember thinking, man, he saw something, he saw a need, and it was the same way that God infects him. So uh, Only You by David Crowler and um, Take Me In by Cutlass. Love it. Well, yeah, I couldn't agree more. David Crowler is a big fan, and I've never heard of that Cutlass, so I will be uh, checking out that this afternoon. Yeah. So thank you so much, Mark, for the opportunity, and uh, thank you so much for letting me uh, ask you. And, hey, we look forward to seeing you all next Monday. Take care. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.